Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. I'm here today with JC. It's a pleasure to be back. How are you doing? The human JC. Human JC, right? right? (laughs) So we're talking about, in this podcast series, we're going to be talking about AI. We're going to be talking about using artificial intelligence in HR and mind blown when we get into all this. So that is why we're having humans involved in this conversation so that the robots don't take it over. (laughs) Many times people think that artificial intelligence in the workplace means one day robots are going to simply walk through the office always and take the jobs of their coworkers. Even though this kind of technological revolution might happen, it's not going to be happening right now. Most American workplaces already use a form of AI, believe it or not. And, uh, it isn't just being used to replace jobs, believe it or not. Wendy, I think we've got some uh, good statistics and a lot more on this for everybody. We absolutely do. The, the interesting thing, you know, with this conversation of AI is it's not new, right? I think every time something new comes out, some kind of technology, people think, oh, the robots are taking over the world and all of this. And, and that's not actually the case. Well, it might be. Who knows, right? <laughs> but... <laughs> It's definitely not new. Artificial intelligence, AI, has been around for quite some time. It's technology that uses data. But that means you have to have the data for the technology to use, right? It's kind of shocking in a way, especially in the HR space, when I talk to individuals and they seem really put off by it. Um, And I say that from the perspective of if we think about HRS systems and resume applicant tracking systems and and filtering through all those things, well, there could absolutely be a form of that there. Here's something interesting for you. Charlotte Burroughs, she's in charge of the uh, EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. She says that more than 80% of employers use AI in some way when making decisions about work and employment right now. And because of that COVID-19 pandemic that we just are on the backside of, or some people are still going through the sixth iteration, right? There's been a shift, a big shift towards hiring and working remotely. Right. And then what many companies are doing that that's new, like, oh, are my employees working? Yeah, they probably are working. Okay. Now, is there some employees that are out there that are um, at home and they're not really working? Maybe they're working multiple jobs. Sure. But you know what? We probably had that when they were in the workplace, too, just that nobody was managing them. This is where AI could come in and, you know, do the the algorithms and, and the, uh, teach people things that that we need to know uh, in order to do our job better. And then even in like recruiting, using something like a fancy application tracking system to rule out candidates or rule in candidates that either don't meet our criteria or do meet our criteria. So the purpose of AI and HR is to help us do our job, not do our job for us. And if you let them, if you let the robots do our jobs for us, we're going to end up in hot water with bias and discrimination. Yeah, absolutely. And if we look over the past couple of years, there's been a lot of talk about some of those discrimination models, uh, even all the way down in the applicant tracking systems and resume uh, 
uh, scanner systems that people have out there. You know, as a result of all this stuff, federal, state, and local governments are scrambling to come up with new rules to deal with the rise of AI in the workplace. Uh, predictive algorithms, supervised machine learning. They're using the algorithmic tools to do things like analyze resumes, project job performance, and even look at a candidate's face during the interview to figure out how stable, optimistic, or focused they are. And this supervised machine learning is meant to make work processes much more efficient, and it's been criticized. Look, in 2021, Wendy, 50.3% of Americans over the age of 55 were out of the workforce because of retirement. And according to Pew Research, there's more than 11 million unfilled jobs all over the country. People are getting more and more frustrated as different businesses move more slowly and are taking much longer to make their deliveries. Could could AI help with that? Absolutely. AI could help with pretty much anything that we have the data for. The problem is where did the data come from? Do we have the data? And is that data biased? So like JC, you just mentioned a minute ago about, you know, possibly using uh, like facial recognition or facial features recognition during interviews or maybe even during, you know, performance review sessions to see if the other human is engaged and, you know, enjoying this conversation. I could tell you one thing. Well, first of all, we know we know legit by law that there has been bias in the world because of that. And I'm just going to say with me personally, if I am talking to someone and you and I have done it before on this podcast where we're listening and then our face looks like we're not because our brain's going and we're Googling something and we're like, oh, oh, that, that interested me or that scared me or that made me nervous. And, you know, I want to, I'm trying to wait for you to stop saying something so I could say something. And if you're judging me based on that saying, I'm not I'm not uh, interested in the job, then that's a big, big no-no. So this is where I I keep saying to everyone and anyone that will listen is AI is a tool to help you. Predictive analytics, people analytics is a tool to help humans make decisions. We're not there yet where AI can make the decisions for us. Well, we shouldn't be there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, you know, by some measures, over 80% of HR departments are already using people analytics or AI, whether it's for recruitment, performance evaluation, pay equity, talent management, retention, insurance cost management, or predicting staffing needs. And believe it or not, the EEOC has taken note of this as well. They're very aware of these data tools, and, and they do have a focus there over the next few years. So in the meantime, other places are also making rules about how employers can use data analytics. And the rules are meant to protect employees and job applicants from tools that make employment decisions automatically. And if Congress passes the American Data Privacy and Protection Act, it might uh, even get more involved. Uh, Is your company ready to handle the problems at the end of the day? Look, it's important to know the EEOC did put guidelines out to help employers figure out how to follow the Americans with Disability Act while using AI in the workplace. And the DOJ also put up its own rules about disability discrimination related to AI. At least 16 states have also put forward bills on resolutions about AI in the workplace. I think there's one more state that was just added to. I can't remember on the on the top of my head right now, but I believe it's 17 states right now. Now, regardless, that's a lot of states. And if for the folks that are listening that have remote workers, you probably have remote workers in other states. So you need to check that out to see uh, for these resolutions that, the, you know, the, first of all, go to the EEOC. Um, all you have to do is, is uh, you know, 
type into the internet AI EEOC and AI Department of Justice, and you could see the guidance. It's not a law, but <laughs> if you were my client and we were looking at a guidance by the Department of Justice or of EEOC, I would say, oh, you better follow it. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've got one last thing for you before we cut away, Wendy. And this is a big one. This is actual current events right now. This news just broke. I think it was 14 hours ago. Look, according to IBM's Global AI Adoption Index of 2022, then this is talking about India, but this is a worldwide type thing, right? India is moving forward with digitalization and it's continuing to grow. About 57% of IT pros say their companies have actively used AI technology. And over 27% say the companies are looking to use AI in many cases. So what HR teams are doing is at the forefront of the AI revolution in India because they understand its most important uses, interacting, talking, automating human processes. And even though AI-powered systems are are better than humans in many common business tasks, AI chatbots are taking over conversations in the talent management system, employee engagement, and employee retention. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the HR community in India is thrilled that the communication between employers and employees could be now done automatically, and it really comes back to technology and making sure we have the right rules in place to be equal and fair across the board. Right. And don't forget, even though these HR systems are, I don't want to say taking over communication, but definitely leading communication with your humans. A human is actually necessary to talk to your employees. Yes. We're going to talk more about that and some really cool tools that just ro rolled out to the universe. We'll be back for episode two in a moment. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.